This episode of the Handy Guys podcast is sponsored by Protect Your Home. Can a battery-powered string trimmer actually do the job? Find out up next on the Handy Guys podcast. Welcome to the Handy Guys podcast, a podcast for handy guys from handy guys. Here are the handy guys themselves, Brian and Paul. Brian, today we're going to talk about string trimmers. Yes. And we've mentioned them in the past. I don't know that we 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 talked really or tested specifically a string trimmer that actually didn't have a gasoline engine that backs it up, that gives it its power. We we mentioned that you can get uh, battery powered, but in the past, my experience with battery powered string trimmers wasn't so hot. They usually were not powerful enough. And in fact, I remember my dad had one. <laughs> the battery was so big, you actually had to hold it around your shoulder on a sh- really? shoulder harness. See, yeah. I've, I've never so. used until very, very recently, I've never used a battery operated string trimmer. Yeah. Uh, or a battery-operated lawn and garden tool at all. So. Well, I was always skeptical whether they would be powerful enough. And at the same time, though, I always hated starting <laughs> gasoline-powered right string trimmers. Everyone knows the problems of getting them started. It doesn't seem to matter who it is, what brand. Well, we've talked there, about how to make always, sure it's going to start, you know, more reliably and things sure, like more that reliably, on, but and on on other shows, they're never perfect. So, but, we'll, but they're loud and yeah, and, and all of that. So. All right. Well, we'll talk about that. We'll talk about whether uh, this Black and Decker string trimmer that we have here and how how it performed, whether right. it does the job, and we're going to give one away. So you got to stay okay. tuned for how to win one. But it, but stay tuned. Don't think we're just going to give an advertisement for this because I actually did some pretty strenuous tests and I want to, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. You're yeah, going to find out whether, right. whether this does the job or not. Yeah, Black & Decker's not a sponsor or anything like that. They just uh, hooked us up with one to give away and for us to try out. All so. right, so I'll give you my opinion and we'll talk about that, but let's give out our contact information. Okay, just go to our website, www.handyguyspodcast.com. Go to the contact tab up at the top. And all of the ways you can contact us are on there, including uh, following us or tweeting about us on Twitter. We're at HandyGuys on Twitter, and we are Facebook.com, The HandyGuys, if you want to follow us there. Got a project on your honeydew list? Let The Handy Guys know about it, and they may talk about it on their next podcast. So, Brian, we've been having this ongoing conversation in the last few shows about all the uh, items, all the facts that every handy guy should know. You know, we've talked about oh, common household voltage, and um, we've talked about, uh, I don't even remember now, <laughs> some of the other things. But, you know, I had this one question. I think every handy guy should know this. That is what to do when your necktie gets stuck in a high-powered industrial size fan. <laughs> your neck, your neck. You were uh, um, running out of ideas when you were no, brainstorming on I this, think every handy guy should know. <laughs> You've got your, but, your quick 
blade open uh, <laughs> pocket knife at hand, right? One hand as, opening as the your knife. head's being pulled towards the blades <laughs> right. of the high powered industrial fan without a screen, I guess. Right. Protecting and then you. you cut the necktie off. Is that what you do? I guess I'm not real <clears throat> sure, but actually, it leads me to the fact that every handy guy ought to know, and that is loose clothing and powered machines do not make a good mix. They do not. Uh, you know, even work gloves, in a lot of cases, you don't want to use work gloves. If you're working around things like drill presses and uh, table saws and things like that, work gloves can also be a hazard because you get one little loose piece of material into a spinning blade or a, an arbor on a drill or a drill press, and it can start wrapping around hmm. pretty quickly and pull you right in. Right, and you know, obviously don't want... Um, Long sleeve shirts. Yeah, you get, well, yeah, I guess I wear them in the winter if it's cold, but you want to make sure they're tight and... Right, yeah, you don't want to have like hanging. a loose cuff hanging yeah. down over a table saw blade or uh, no dangly like that. dangly earrings or anything like that <laughs> dangly earrings <laughs> well, earrings are fine it's the dangly bracelet for the ladies out there you know that are working sure. in the garage uh, uh, one of my daughters had big hoops the other day <laughs> on her ears and she was going to go uh, rollerblading or something i'm like you know do you like your earlobes as they are <laughs> because you're just looking for trouble <laughs> So, and, you know, necklaces or chains, they used to be real popular in the 80s, right? To have your chain on. Uh, you wouldn't want them dangling down in no. your uh, table saw. Your, uh, I'm trying to think. You know, there's always something. But you do have to think through that. You know, you have um, – in the wintertime especially, you're wearing a coat. And like you said, there could be a strap or something hanging off your, your winter coat, and you don't even think about it until you're out there and it's too late. Absolutely. So. Like I have a um – uh, dust collector hooked up to my table saw, my joiner, and some of my woodworking tools. And it's has a remote control, and I press the little button. And I keep that on a little lanyard around my neck. Mm. But then I'm, I'm, you know, I'm like <laughs> leaning over a tool or something. An industrial-powered spinning machine. Yes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this isn't good. So I keep it down inside my shirt uh, when I have it around right. my neck so that it's not dangling near something spinning. Right. Okay. So that's that's the item for the week. Make sure you pay attention to what you're wearing, especially when you're using uh, powerful power tools. That's right. All right. Well, uh, Brian, we need to talk about another area in our life uh, where you need to be careful, and that is protecting your home and property. And That's did right. you know that um, when you subscribe to a security or install a security system and get a service such as ADT, which is a leader in home security, to monitor your home, that they monitor your home 24-7? <laughs> That's right. They monitor 24-7. Who do they get to work that many hours? <laughs> <laughs> right. So they have their, their monitoring call centers and so forth. And it's not very expensive. It's a little more than a dollar a day. To monitor and, it, right. And those that, you know, how often do you go out and get Starbucks coffee? Or around here we go to Wawa or Dunkin' Donuts or, right. or one of those places. It's less expensive than than your daily morning coffee. So, so if you're interested in protecting your home from fire, from theft, you can call Protect Your Home, which is an authorized ADT dealer. And they're offering a deal right now where you can get uh, $150 of equipment. No, hold on, Paul. Oh. $850 worth of equipment. Did I say 150 You did. 800 Oh, it's even a better deal than right. I thought. <laughs> and free activation. Ah, okay. 
But there is uh, there could be a ninety nine dollar installation charged, right? Right, right. There's going to be an installation charge, but, but you get all this equipment. Right. Okay. And so that's really sweet. But you have to, if you want this deal, you have to call 866-778-3127. That's 866-778-3127. That comes with the, uh, as we mentioned uh, last time, the world famous ADT yard signs. Right. So you're actually calling Protect Your Home, which is the authorized dealer, but they use ADT as their monitoring service. Of course, they're installing equipment, and they will automatically check in with ADT. They do monitor it 24-7, and uh, it isn't, I guess, just one employee. There's several. There's at least three or four. Right, right, right. exactly. <laughs> or maybe a whole team that monitors. There's uh, a whole team, Paul. Yeah. Come on. And they, I guess they call the police directly and do all that for you if they, they do don't get a response. Yep. So, all right. Well, you can save up to 20% on your homeowner's insurance as well if you call now and you get a system installed. And up next, Brian, we're going to talk about a different system. That's the system that trims your grass. It's called a trimmer, right? A string trimmer. A string trimmer. Let's talk about that after this. $99 installation charge, 36-month monitoring agreement at $35 to $99 per month. Call for terms and conditions and license numbers. Don't know where to get reliable answers for your do-it-yourself projects? Why not search the Handy Guys Archive at handyguyspodcast.com. All right, Brian. I got it. I'm holding it in my hands right now. It's a Black & Decker 20-volt lithium-ion battery-powered string trimmer featuring an automatic feed spool, meaning yeah. the string is fed automatically and uh, cut appropriately to the right size. It has an adjustable handle that goes up and down for comfort, mm -hmm. and it has... A guide that you can pull out of the end that allows you to guide this as a an edger on a sidewalk, so it follows the edge of the sidewalk, and the handle spins around so that you can adjust this thing and use it accordingly as a trimmer. So it works, uh, excuse me, as an edger. So it works both as a trimmer and as an edger. I'm going to put you on the spot. What's okay. the model number of the one they sent us? Do you know? No, I don't off the top of my head. Do you know? No, I don't. We'll post it on the website, I All guess. Right. So I don't see the model right on it. It's a 12-inch model. And... Hmm. Okay. Well, it doesn't matter. So it's a, it's a lithium-ion, battery-powered, cordless string trimmer. And it, Black and Decker... It's in stores now. I've seen it. <laughs> right. And Black and Decker <laughs> came to us and said, hey, would you guys want to talk about these and give one away to your listeners? We said, yeah, sure. And I've had it for a few weeks now, um, or a couple weeks at least, two or three weeks. And we were going to talk about it last week, but I said, no, I want to test this thing some more before I, I talk about it. So, and, have you, and you've had an opportunity to use yours a little bit, right? Yeah. So I've, uh, I've run it through its paces, and uh, I've trimmed all around my yard, around my house, uh, twice with it now. Uh, I haven't done the edging feature, but you have, I understand. So... Paul, what's your initial impressions as a trimmer? Well, oh, there it is. You get to hear it. All right, we're gonna let's talk about the benefits of this thing, um, and I'll, I'll talk about it as a trimmer. So let me just uh, describe it a little bit further. It has a little bit of uh, a small battery pack, which is the same type of lithium-ion battery pack that you'd find on a drill. Um, right. And it comes with two batteries. Yes, and obviously a charger. So um, as a string trimmer, first of all, when you take this out of the packaging, it's very simple to put together. I may have needed one screw. I've yeah, a screwdriver. I had to remove one screw to get it put together and put it back in. And it was very simple. Everything clipped together, no problems. 
But as a string trimmer, it is very nice because it's very light. It is very light. That was the first thing I noticed. Yes, extremely light, and that's nice. So uh, obviously you don't have the engine on it. You don't have to worry about fuel. You don't have to worry about oil. And um, it starts <laughs> with a, a click of a button. It, it starts every time. You don't have to worry unless the battery needs to be recharged. You don't right. have to worry about getting the engine going. Now, this is not going to be good for a very large yard if you have a lot of trimming to do because you can only get so far of so much runtime on two batteries. Are you sure it has two batteries? Positive. Okay. Mine, mine came with two batteries, didn't, didn't yours? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I actually forget, but that's good to know. Yeah. So you're because saying... Because it takes, it takes one and a half batteries for me to do all my training really? on a... Uh, Is that right? Typical. Because I had no problem. I've already done two ch sessions of trimming on uh, one battery. Really? Yeah. So I do a little more trimming than, than you, perhaps. Or maybe I just move faster. Uh, could be. <laughs> All right. So it's lighter. It, um, it starts easily. And it has a lot of nice adju adjustments. And for trimming, I found – what did you think? Did it? How, did, how did you think it worked for trimming? For your most – grass and stuff, which is what you're doing 98% of the time, yep. it works fine. I did have, I did notice if there was a real like heavy weed coming up yeah. that it didn't have enough oomph to take that weed out in one clean pass. Like if it had a real thick right, stem. Right, like a stem or something and on the weed. The other thing is, I don't know if this makes it less powerful, but there's only one string on the end as opposed to two coming out. Yeah. I don't know I, why that would matter, but... Right. I know my gas-powered trimmer has has two, you know, the yeah. line feeds out from two sides, so it does twice as much cutting per revolution. But I will say, though, as at this point, the auto-feed has worked perfectly, and that, that's the other big pain of most trimmers, is getting this the line in and getting it working right, and then it and it, it cuts off too short sometimes, and you have to take it apart and get this, the line out. And right, because it seems like up. I'm always messing. I can't stand line trimmers. <laughs> I really can't. But I will say this one so far has given me no trouble. Now, I've, had, I've not had to change the spool yet and put in new string. Um, so I still need to test that and I'll certainly mention it on our podcast when I do get around to changing that, right. how that goes. Right. I, I've never had any trouble with my gas powered and, and the string, my, my gas, it uses a heavier string in my gas powered one than this does. Yeah. This uses a 0 0.065. Right. Whereas my gas string. uses a, usually a 0.8 or 08, I should say. Uh, mine uses a point. 105. Oh. oh, wow. Really big. Yeah. So, but that can take down small trees yeah. and stuff <laughs> right. like that, right? Right. But take it, off toes. Yeah, absolutely. Through I mean, the boot. <laughs> yeah. Talk about loose clothing. Yeah. You don't want to get your pant leg caught up in that thing. Right. But um, no, this one is definitely uh, for, for your small yards, you know, a third of an acre or less, something like that. Yeah. You're doing your typical trimming chores. You don't need to worry about ear protection, I don't think. It's not very no, loud. it's not very loud at all. And uh, definitely have your eye protection. Oh, yeah, you always want that. But And you probably should have ear protection anyway, but if you're mowing and... Right. So, but, but yeah, it, it's not nearly as loud. I just used mine uh, two days ago, and uh, away it went. went all right, it worked so fine. after this, I want to talk about using this string trimmer as an edger. Okay. Because that's the other part. Uh, edging is another... <laughs> Big sure. issue, but all right, we'll talk about that after this. You are listening to the Handy Guys Podcast. 
Okay, Brian, I want to talk about edging because for one thing, no string trimmer, in my opinion, at least using the standard string trimmer head without putting on some sort of special mm-hmm. edging tool, in my opinion, is I've used some pretty powerful string trimmers. It doesn't matter how powerful they are. They're always a pain to edge with. Yes. I mean, you're always working pretty hard to get a good edge with a string trimmer. Right, because you got to follow that line really well. you got to have it at just the right height, at just the right distance from the, the edge of the sidewalk or the edge of the curb to get it looking just right. Right. And I remember a landscaper guy said, you always should walk on the grass side of the edge. (laughs) So you're walking along the grass. And I found I've done it both ways. It doesn't seem to matter. I have about the same success no matter what, but it's always backbreaking work because you're holding the trimmer in a funny position. And if it's hot out, you're sweating bricks. And (laughs) yeah, so, well, the solution I came up with uh, for that, for me has nothing to do with black and Decker, but I have a, uh, my still combi system, right? That has the the string trimmer, right. the brush cutter. But it's, it's really just an edger attachment, right? So it's an actual edger attachment, right. and it's got a nice four inch metal blade, and it and maybe that's really the way to go. Really, really well. Yeah. So ultimately, I have, it's just to get an edger to do the edging because right. this has a pretty neat um, feature where you have this pull out guide that allows you to. Um, follow the edge of the sidewalk, and then you can flip the handle around. You can get this thing in a pretty comfortable position. However, uh, while it seems to work, it just doesn't have the power for those of us that have thick grass that gets over the edge pretty quickly and don't necessarily keep up with the edging. Right. So when you maybe if I had kept up with it, this would work. But when I had to do a pretty significant edging, edging job, this just wasn't hacking it. Right. Well, the, the key is, you know, the first time you edge your sidewalk, if it hasn't been done in a long, long, long time, you may actually want to go in with a shovel or actually rent a powered, you know, purpose-built right. edger and get that all cleaned out and nice and it. I have edge, by the way, about a month ago, and this right. still can. Yeah, so I would say every time you mow, if you also edged with yeah. this, you'd be all right. Maybe. Yeah, you're right. It, and it kind of depends on the grass, too. Some grasses aren't as aggressive and as thick uh, as perhaps mine is. But I will say, you know, the main advantage of this tool here, if you live in a smaller home, and, it, and I live, I have a pretty good-sized property, so I'm going to use it because I just can't stand dealing with the gasoline engines. But if you live in a smaller property or just don't want to deal with the extra fuel, a lot of the uh, gas trimmers require the fuel-oil mixture Mm -hmm. because they're two-stroke engines. And, you know, that's that's another can of gas you may have to have if your lawnmower doesn't use that. And you got – it's just extra hassle. This is a great solution because you don't have to mess with all that. Right. If you don't have a lot to, to trim, you're not a landscaper, You this will do, do the job. So I mean, I, I'm going to keep using it. It's going to be my primary edger. I might pull out a gasoline one when I need something more powerful for edging or something like that. But um, I think I'm just going to keep using this. And I'll, I'll let our listeners know how it goes as far as if the head continues to work well with the auto feed. You know, you never have to bump it, anything like that to get more string. Um, and also refeeding it. We'll have to see. I haven't tried that yet, but I'll be curious to find out how difficult it is. To all right. Well, let's give one this. of these away, Paul. We're gonna give it away, huh? We're gonna, yeah. Cause, just uh, one. Just one. Just one. Just one for right, now. We'll if, give away uh, one. 
And oh, by the way, Paul, there's also a a blower that uses the same a the leaf same, blower that right, uses so, the same battery. So they have other. That's good. Right. Other equipment. There are that some uses. other tools. Yep. But uh, they may send us one of those blowers down the road. Uh, they want us. I wonder if the other Black and Decker power tools use the same battery. Yeah, I'm not sure. Okay. The All right, but there's the deal. It does okay. work. And I'd be curious if you have an opportunity, or, our listeners, to let us know what you think. And if you, you know, like a different kind of ba- battery-powered trimming tool, let us know if you like this one. This seems to be kind of the new one. I've seen I've seen it at a lot of the stores. So Sure. All right. So to win one of these, okay, we're going to give you lots of ways to enter. And we're going to draw a name after... July 1st, first week of July. So you've got to do these yeah, things. Through the end of June here. Through the end of June. So to do it, and you can enter as many times as you like. So to enter, tweet, go on Twitter and tweet about the Handy Guys. Uh, something about one of our shows, a link to one of our shows, any of our so shows. They, to, they can just say, I like, a tri- uh, uh, I like string trimmers at Handy Guys. That's all. As yep. long as they have the at Handy Guys if in If they've got tweet. at Handy Guys or a link to Handy Guys podcast, any of our shows or to our main site, that counts as an entry. Okay. So you could tweet 97 times a day if you wanted. <laughs> and then that's- Your followers ni- may not like you, but- Right. And then that's 97 entries. Okay. Okay. Um. If you write, if you're a blogger and you write a blog post about the handy guys, we're going to give you four entries. We're going to count that as four. Okay. So for each blog post you write, you get four entries. So that increases your odds of winning. Could be a short blog post too. Yeah, it could be a short blog post. As long as it has a link back to one of our shows or back to our main page, you're good to go. And. Share a link on Facebook. You need to follow us so that we can find out that you've done that. And just share a link on Facebook, something about the Handy Guys. Say, hey, check out this show on Handy Guys. Do that on Facebook. Make sure you're following us. How do you follow the Handy Guys on Facebook? Go to facebook.com slash the Handy Guys. Okay. That's it. So every time you do one of those things, you get an entry. If you blog about the Handy Guys with a link to the webpage, you get four entries. It sounds more difficult than it is. It just, is. just tweet something and put in hat handy guys, you're entered. That's right. Blog about us, you're entered. Facebook about us, you're entered. And the blog, make sure you have a link, income a link to our, our right. website. Right. That way we know you did it. Right. Because someone's gonna have to click on that link though, too, right? Or you... Yeah, someone will actually yeah. Now we'll find out. If if someone puts a link up, we have a way of knowing that there's a link back to okay. our webpage. And uh, we'll go to that webpage if if we draw you in and contact you that way. All right, and uh, we'll also um, you will we'll send these this information out via our mailing list for anyone that wants to enter, uh, so they have the details and uh, we'll right. put it and up on this podcast in the show notes as well. All right, well, thanks for listening. Let us know what your uh, what you think about this string trimmer or your own. If you have something you like, you want us to review or take a look at, you can always contact us at us at handyguyspodcast.com. We'll be back uh, next week with another episode. Thanks. Bye. The Handy Guys will be back next week. Same handy time, same handy website.